1: Jesus answered them, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. You're saying that you're free because you've never been a slave to another human being. But that's not really the bigger issue here. The bigger issue here is that you are in bondage to
0: sin. Did you know that you are in bondage to sin? It owns you. Pastor Robert is going to show you today. That until you give your life to Christ, you are not free, but in slavery. But when you give your life to Christ, you will experience ultimate freedom and true life. You'll see what I mean as you listen to today's message. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 19, as he begins his message, Seven Sons of Siva.
1: From time to time, I'll ask somebody, when when did you first put your faith in the Lord Jesus? And they'll say to me, "I, I guess I've always been a Christian. Now, what, what that usually means is they grew up in a religious home and they went to church at least somewhat regularly, right? You know, I, I had a guy tell me I've had this happen more than once. Someone will say to me, uh, yeah, I, I grew up a, a, a C and E Catholic. First time I heard that, what's a C and E Catholic? C and E, Christmas and Easter. My family went to Mass for Christmas and for Easter. But that was really it. We we were not really okay. But see, when somebody says to you, I've always been a Christian, what that usually means is their family was religious, and they went to church on a regular basis. And that was my story, you know, growing up in the deep south in the Bible Belt. And my family was very much a part of a Southern Baptist church when I was a kid. And every week, at least once, Usually it was. Usually Sunday morning we went to church. Most of the time we would get there for Sunday school. The kids had their classes and the parents had their classes. And at least we studied the Bible stories if we didn't actually dig in and study the Bible. Back in those days, really studying the Bible, well, that was left for those who who went to Bible school, seminary, and that kind of thing. and Everybody else just kind of studied the Bible stories. And you had the Sunday school periodicals that came out so that everybody was studying the same thing every week or reading through the same passages. We went to church every week. We prayed the prayers, sang the songs. We did the rituals. But see, religion doesn't save anybody. Being religious does not save anyone. Attending church doesn't automatically make anyone a Christian. And it's part of what Jesus was attempting to explain. He was attempting to explain to this group of religious Jewish Men who, according to the Bible, had believed his message. This is so fascinating. Apparently, they hadn't yet really understood. They hadn't taken the next step beyond belief in the message to go on to faith in Jesus himself. Now, like I said, we'll be back in the book of Acts, just a few minutes, we're going to be resuming in Acts chapter 19. But first, I want us to take a quick look at something in John's gospel that I think is relevant. In John chapter 8, verses 31 through 45, we read, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, those Jews who believed him, he said, if you abide in my word if you live remain constant in my word you're my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free they answered him we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone how can you say you'll be made free Jesus answered them, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. You're saying that you're free because you've never been a slave to another human being, but that's not really the bigger issue here. The bigger issue here is that you are in bondage to sin, to imperfection you don't have the ability to be perfect or to do perfectly in this life. You're a slave to imperfection, to sin. Jesus answered them most assuredly. He's Without a doubt, unquestionably, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you're Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me. Now, now wait a minute. They believed him, and yet they sought to kill him. Well, I think I'm pretty confident what Jesus was saying was in the broader context. That group had believed his message. The broader group wanted him dead. And he knew they were going to be influenced by and become a part of that larger group of Jewish men that wanted to kill him. He's like, you guys want me dead because my word has no place in you. It it has no root in you. There's a superficial relationship that you have with my word. You're not abiding in my word. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do what you've seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham, but now you seek to kill me a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you're not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Now listen, this seems like this harsh confrontation that Jesus is just harshly condemning these men, but see, that's not what's taking place here. It's a wake-up call. He's offering them the opportunity to change the things that he is describing. You are of your father, the devil. But you see what they... Didn't yet understand is that he could change that. Because what he was saying is not that the devil spawned you. What he's saying is everything about you is of the same nature as the devil. You have an evil nature, you humans. This is just such an important passage as it relates to our study in the book of Acts because John tells us that Jesus was speaking to a group of men who believed him.